It is now full day hiking day five. This is what we would characterize as the so-called downhill to Carlisle. We now knew the best of the wall and fort ruins were behind us, but the beauty of the Northern England countryside continued as did the vellum. The vellum, by the way, being the trench, if you will, or the ditch in front of the wall, generally speaking, on the northern side of the wall. We were now well out of the more rugged crags and into very gently sloping uh, countryside with a net downhill grade. This is what you would call a really nice day for a hike or even a long walk. And frankly, because we were just traversing down this gently sloping countryside, it felt like a long walk. But it also was a good day for an interaction with some friendly livestock, which Cole enjoyed, and also some reminiscing about a fellow named David Bowie, as the nightcap eventually reveals. This is our fifth day of hiking. And to me, the surprising thing is, today was the day of what I thought was a number of firsts, Cole. I'm going to list them out, and I'm just going to get your reaction to it. The first is, we saw a whole bunch of, I mean, all along the way, once we got out of Newcastle, a whole bunch of livestock. We hadn't seen any what I would call um, wild animals. Kind of right out of the gate today. First thing we see, the two deer running away. A couple of deer. A couple of deer. As you put it, um, it was it was enter stage left, exit stage. Sorry, I got that backwards. Yeah, stage left and stage right, because we yeah. should view this from the stage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were they were they looked like they were in a hurry. <laughs> well, once they took a look at us, they were in a real hurry, it looked like, but two young ones it looked like to me. But I thought it was interesting because you're at, you know, we've been out in this open area looking at all this livestock. Those I thought it was a surprise that it took this long to see what I would call kind of not farm animal or you know, livestock, but uh, but live animal running around. Go figure. The other is and, and this is not the first one, but we had we had a couple today. Uh, we went today from Lanarkost to Carlisle. We had a couple of what the British call temporary diversions, <laughs> which, which in the states I think we would call detours. Detour. right? That's what we. And then I think there it's was, a detour. Yeah, and there was a time where you called it a temporary detour, and I said no, it's a temporary diversion. A detour is a detour. Yeah. Thoughts on that one? I, I the one stretch we're on. We were on a road there for a stretch. But temporary diversions. Any elaboration on that one? Well, <laughs> not a lot because I don't know if we hadn't been diverted where we would have been. Yeah. So it, it's hard to know what's temporary and where we would have like, sort of met up with uh, the main path. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we just kind of ambled along and we made a good time and it was fine. I, I I would say we had a couple of. I think it was. I think it was yesterday. There was one. There might have been one on the prior hiking day. Uh, there have been a handful over the week, yeah. But a couple of them were, they were recognizable because as you look down what would have been the standard path, you, there were trees down. There's been many trees, there's actually been several trees down that we've seen, you know, completely yeah. uprooted, which must say something about the strength of, of, the, uh, of the prevailing winds. Um, when <laughs> you're coming through here, and the depth of the roots, and the depth of the roots, but I mean, these are <laughs> these are big trees with little roots. Maybe is a way to think about yeah. it. But we've had a couple that not were knocked good, down. Not a good combination. So, so you look at yeah, you look at that combination. You look at those guys being knocked down, and 
so we've had a couple where you could say, okay, understandable why they diverted us here, but that was, that was a pretty good diversion, but as you put it, I think you're right. We actually have no idea what the alternative was, so we don't know if we got a better view or a worse view. Yeah. We do know this. <laughs> we're, on we're on plan B. We don't know what plan A was. But, but plan B today, it turned out, was roughly the same mileage as, uh, as what we thought we were going to do. Whereas yesterday we made some calculation faux pas, uh, where, whereby obviously we missed some of the mileage stuff and all that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, so one of us screwed up royally. It might have been me. Well, I got news for you. It was either you or it was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been. It may have been the combination thereof. But frankly, last night I think we 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 did uh, after we after we recorded our nightcap. I think we sat down and figured out what might possibly have gone wrong and understood our error. But distances we got right today. Uh, look, the other is, uh, in terms of uh, firsts today, well, you tell me what you thought were the firsts today. I had a couple of others in mind. Um, we had a good first really good pub stop in the middle of the, the walk. We stopped at a place called The Stag in a town, I think it was called Lower Eden or Lower Carlisle or Eden or Lower Carlisle. Crosby. It, Lower Crosby. Crosby on Eden. Yeah, you were, you were kind of uh, circling around that one about <laughs> about the way you were circling around Segedunum in terms of pronunciation early on in the journey. But yeah, you got there. You're Crosby. Crosby on Eden. Are you trying to hurt my feelings? No, George? sir, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sensitive, you know. I, well, that, that, ought, that ought to be obvious at this point. <laughs> yeah, we had, a, we had a nice barley soda. This is actually... I think it's actually the first day where we said, in the in the midst of our walk, geez, we're making such good progress, and this place looks so cute, we ought to have a nice pint, which is exactly what we did. We made some great friends there. Yeah, <laughs> we, had, we, had a, we had a good stop in terms of uh, a beer, and a good stop good in company. terms of like local, local uh, company, meeting the locals, having a good chat, talking about football, talking about America, talking about... Scotland and Northern England. It was it was good. It was good. It was a uh, it was a super chill. You know, probably spent an hour there, and you know, didn't feel like I was in a rush to get back on the road. The other funny thing about that was it happened that as we were on our way to the bed and breakfast yesterday in Lanarkost, we stumbled upon a cricket match. <laughs> so we sat and we took some pictures and we said, "Look at this. This is." This is a proper cricket match. These guys were in their outfits. They're playing a serious game. It wasn't just like a pickup game, you know, kind of like, yeah, you know, like in the states where you'd see, you know, a softball team, you know, basically, you know, more or less pre-gaming to drink beer, which is what you know what what old guy softball really is. These guys were actually playing. They were in uniforms. You know, they were cheering each other on and the whole bit. And yep. uh, lo and behold, <laughs> there we are in the pub, in in a town three towns away. The next day. We get to talking to these two fellows next to us, and it turns out we've got pictures of one of them playing cricket. <laughs> yeah, one, one, of, one of them says, oh, I was over in Lettercost yesterday. I said, well, I took pictures of the cricket yeah. match, and he said, let's blow it up. I'm probably in the picture. I was there. I played. There he is. So that was funny, yeah. There he is. Good guys, though. They were very good guys. A um, lot, lot, of, lot of fun just chit-chatting. Yeah. It, it's a lot a of soccer talk. I think, well, a lot of soccer talk, I think... Football. Our, our accents may be giving us away, you know. You I'm, think? I'm, you know, I'm a few <laughs> days into this now, and those people, most of the people around here talk a little different than us, and as a result, we probably sound like we're talking a little different than them. So they, 
in some way, I think they kind of view us as entertainment. That's that's the that's the takeaway I got. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I, I, my my favorite comment was a few days ago. Some guy said, "You guys don't sound local." I said, "Well, we would have been in New York." <laughs> <laughs> so. You can't do a trip like this. You can't come to Northern England without talking about the weather. There was another first today, which is every book that we read, and believe it or not, Cole and I, we, we did our research, right? We read some books. You ordered some books. We had plan. We did a lot of planning and the whole bit. Every book said most walkers will walk from east to west, which is what we're doing. That's the direction that the wall was built. Uh, you get to great highlights in the middle, and the basically the west coast when you get uh, you know out to Carlisle and then beyond Carlisle, which is what we're doing tomorrow, that that's kind of the scenic place. It's a it's a sweet place to stop. That was more or less the the addition. But the warnings were if you walk west, that the prevailing winds are out of the west, and as a result, you're going to be walking into a headwind most of the trip. And here we are. We're on day. I'll call it day five plus if you count on you know if you count the down payment day as I call it. Uh, just walking uh, to uh, Newcastle the first day we got to Newcastle. This is the first day that we really had a westerly breeze. It was really southwesterly, but it's really the first day that we, frankly, <laughs> didn't have a tailwind. I actually think we had the wind behind us more than... This is the first day that I kind of said, geez, we're walking into the breeze today, no? Yeah, and uh, but, but it was welcome because it was a bit warm. It's like every day it seems like between the wind, the cloud cover, and the sun, every time you think you're going to be a little bit cool, ten minutes later you're warm. Sun pops through. <laughs> every time you think you're going to be warm, you know, ten minutes later it cools down. And it, it's just been an amazing combination. But yeah, the, the, the wind feels like it really picked up today, but it was mostly in our faces, but it was mostly pretty welcome. And we made we made really good time today hiking, and it, it, it didn't seem like it was a in-your-face type of wind. It was nice. Yeah, I agree. It, the other is it, it moved the weather uh, systems along, and there were warnings of rain today, and frankly, all we took is about, I'm going to call it three to five minutes of sprinkle. When we even started discussing putting the rain gear on, it was too late. Game yeah. was over. Yeah. Hey, so the, you brought up sort of terrain and, you know, the, what I thought was the quality of the uh, walk. You know, yesterday we probably, I, I think with hindsight, we probably sounded tired yesterday because, frankly, yesterday's walk and, frankly, the day into uh, Once Brewed. In other words, the middle pieces of this walk, the terrain is much more, I don't want to call it rugged, but certainly arduous. That was the word I think that we used. Where there's a lot of up and downs. Today... We basically descended, I think, a net about 200 feet. There wasn't a lot of up and down. And as, as a result, we made great time. I think we both felt like we could probably could have gone another five miles. The trouble was that, A, our uh, uh, bed and breakfast was here. B, the restaurant, which I'll get to, uh, was nearby. And uh, C, we thought this was probably a good stop to have a few pints. Yeah, today was like a, a walk in the park. I mean, the other days, yeah. in terms of whether it was arduous, there's a lot of a lot of climbing, a lot of descending, and you know the descending, like, like I said last night, is not always easy. You have to like, it's it's like you got to be very careful where you're placing your feet, and it, so it's both mentally and physically a little bit demanding going up and down and up and down and up and down. Today was just 
Oh, it was like a walk in the park. It might have been a 16 or 15 mile walk or whatever it was, but but it was just nice and easy. You could not pay attention, just relax and just go with it. And we made really good time. It was, it just felt really, really easy. Uh, really relaxing, I suppose I should say. This wasn't a hike. I thought today was a walk, even though we went good distance. It felt yeah. like a walk. Yeah. So the other observation I had along the way today you know, we're, I, I would say I'm unsurprised. I suspect you're unsurprised because, again, we had done some research. We knew this. The middle portions are where you find the great Roman ruins. You find the forts. Uh, you find, you know, big stretches of wall, etc. We knew more or less from, from Lanarkast on in we'd see less in terms of the wall. The thing that got my attention is there were actually sections also today where not only did we not have wall, we couldn't identify the vellum, in other words, the ditch in front of the wall, mm -hmm. which tells me one of two things. Either the diminishment of what was the whole wall structure and everything around it has been even greater over 1900 years, or maybe those so-called temporary diversions I was, I was referencing earlier, maybe we really got diverted, or maybe, maybe the path wasn't as, as wall-centric, uh, if you will. But I was, I was a little bit Surprise! This is really the first day in several days, whereas I would put it, we didn't lose the wall. We lost the vellum a couple times. Yeah, I think, I mean, my sense is that I'm hesitant to blame the diversions. I think basically <laughs> the wall disappeared closer to the urban centers, yeah. much more so than it did uh, up in these high peaks. Uh, high peaks may be a bit of an exaggeration, but... You know, it's a lot easier to steal the stone from a wall when it's close to a town that you're building. <laughs> um, it, it's a lot harder when it's up in the top of the hills. So, yeah, I, I, I think we didn't expect to see a lot of wall, but, you know, the vellum, uh, as, as you point out, the, the ditch that accompanied the wall, or one of the ditches that was accompanying the wall, that was also less perceptive perceptible if we were in fact following the wall path yep. very closely and you know sometimes they'll, they'll just run you through a few farms and it's nice and it's, it's fun it's cute today I got accosted by a horse who wanted to snuggle up against me it was cute it was very nice hey I want to come back I, I want to come back to the horse thing because I was thinking about that as you All were right. talking but before we go to the horse thing I, um, I'm kind of a stickler for verbiage and I've been to I've been I probably as as much maybe more than you I've been to England. I don't think they used the word steel th regarding the stones that were taken from the wall. Either the stones they either nicked them or they pinched them. Right. Okay. Steel. I'm, we use steel in the states, but right. I think here yeah, those stones either got nicked or pinched. I d I'm just, it's like a clarification, but I just you know it's kind of like when when in Rome you know. So I, I'm trying well, to speak I like English English here. Yeah, no, you're right. I always you're thought okay of that? nicked and pitched as like small steals. Mm. You know, if, if you're stealing a lot of, of of volume, then you're stealing. Then you're just playing stealing. If, if you're stealing a few quid here, a few a few pounds there, you're nicking That's somebody. That's a nick. Okay. That's a pinch. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I, it might depend on exactly how much volume you're taking. But if you're taking, you know, tons and tons and tons and tons of, of, uh, of the wall... It's just uh, plain stealing. To make a p 
priory called Lenner Cause Priory. <laughs> or something you know, like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you might be stealing. That's just know. plain, just plain stealing. Okay. Call me crazy. That's just my terminology. Okay. No, I, I'll, I guess I'll give you that one. I still like Nick and Pinch because those, those are two of the words that I've picked up on over the years. Uh, but you mentioned this horse thing, and I wanted to come back to this because, you know, one of the things that really, I knew you were a man of many talents when I <laughs> called you and said, Cole, I really think we should do Hadrian's Wall. Among those talents were, you know, language skills, uh, worldliness, et cetera. But the things that I didn't know about uh, was the, uh, first, I didn't know that you were a sheep whisperer, which we established <laughs> relatively early on. And, and frankly, the whole tour has been kind of one group of sheep after another. Word must have passed down the chain here, which is, you know, <laughs> did you hear Coles here? You know, make sure you say hello. But I've seen you now converse with cattle. Mm -hmm. And so I'm making a confession here. I didn't tell you this at the time. The horse started walking over to us as we're passing, you know, as we're passing through that pasture. And you would remember that it, she had a little colt near her. Okay. And I thought to myself, are we getting a little too close to this horse? Am I going to get my teeth knocked out by a hoof? And that horse started approaching us. And my thought was, I'm just going to kind of walk kind of a way, maybe kind of get behind Cole. That horse came right up to you. You started talking to it sweetly to the point where basically the horse was necking you. I think that's a good way to put it. And you were rubbing the neck, buddy. I mean, he or she, I, I didn't check. But it turns out that so not only are you like a sh your sheep whisperer, the lambs, you know, just glom on to you. The cattle do. And it turns out you're a horse whisperer as well. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm thinking of like future trips where those kind of skills will come in particularly handy. But where do you learn these kind of skills? I'm kind of, this is, this is like the unknown coal. I did this. this there's got to be money in that, by the way. I don't know. Maybe it's intuitive, but you did also notice that there were two very nice dogs that did not like me today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think there's a little bit of a balance there. And, and as for language skills, I'm not sure they pay a lot of dividends when, when English is your native language. <laughs> <laughs> Just on, on the dogs, by the way, because um, the whispering skills, like I said, were highly impressive. Uh, you did point out to me at some point on this trip that dogs have good instincts about character. <laughs> yeah. And as, and as, yeah, as very, you just pointed out, of the last two dogs we saw basically shat on you. Yeah, so they, they, what, I'm yeah. trying to think, what does that really say here? Well, they didn't shit on me, but they, <laughs> they, 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 they weren't liking me. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're making more racket than they were rubbing up on you, though. Yeah, absolutely. But, gosh, this it, it's funny. Today is the day that it feels like we saw a lot of really neat stuff, and now it really felt like, uh, for lack of a better term, home stretch. We've got one more day. We're getting out to what we now found out today is called Boness. It's not Bonus, it's Boness, apparently, yeah. out on Solway. And uh, basically, this is, uh, this is our march to the sea, and we've got one more day to do it. And uh, I wanted to ask one last thing. I did not know the reference, but I do have to ask about this. We enjoyed several pints tonight to celebrate the fact that we're in striking distance to our goal. So we went out to a restaurant here in Carlisle called the Thin White Duke. We enjoyed several pints. We enjoyed probably too much food. I did not know the reference. Tell me the reference to Thin White Duke. I'm not quite sure I understand the origin of it, but I, 
it's clearly a reference to one of like uh, the major personas of David Bowie. Like there was the Ziggy Stardust period. There was the Thin White Duke. It was just it was just uh, you know he was a theatrical guy. Right. And uh, he was an artist of of many many uh, flavors. And uh, the Thin White Duke was an elegant guy dressed up well, and that was one of his. Uh, um, personas. So I, I'm, I'm familiar with Ziggy Stardust. Um, mm -hmm. Then I remember he did like something called the Glass Spiders from Mars or something like that. So there was, is there a persona associated Z with that? Yeah, Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. And, and, same, and same era. Oh, so and, and was Thin White Duke, was that an early one? Or early? I, I don't, you're, you're so far I'm, ahead of I, me on, I, on, on Bowie. Yeah, on Bowie. I'm just smart enough to know it was one of his things. I'm yeah. not quite sure what the what the chronology was. I, th I, I, I think the Thin White Duke, go it dates back quite a while, but I don't know, I'm not, so does Ziggy Stardust, and I'm not sure which was first. Yeah. But so, I'll just close with this on the Thin White Duke. We went to this place, and I thought to myself, geez, I haven't really listened to Bowie music in a while, and we asked uh, our our host here at the BMB about it, and he said, oh yeah, I, I hear good things about the uh, about the food. It's going to be a bit loud, and we thought to ourselves, yeah, we, we've been walking out in the field for the last several days. We can take loud. So we went there. Yeah, it was a little loud. I didn't hear one Bowie song. No, it was good music. It was all good music. Good music, people. Nice, very nice people. Good beer. Great atmosphere, but I'm sitting here thinking, when are we going to hear, like, Major Tom or Changes <laughs> or something like that? And uh, I guess that's just for another day. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. And they had a good DJ, though. Like whoever was whoever was flipping the music was doing a nice job. A lot nice. of it I didn't recognize, but enjoyed nonetheless. I thought it yeah, had exactly. a good vibe. There's some good obscure vibe. stuff. I kind of yeah. wish uh, wish I'd asked what a couple things were. Well, you could have asked. Well, it said on the menu, yes, it is a jukebox, and no, it doesn't work. So we no. don't know what was going on there. No, what it's right that? before that. It said yes, it's a disc jockey. Oh, did it? Oh, I missed the music, that one. The, the music's live. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm only finding this out now. Yeah, no, there's a DJ right behind you. No way. Yeah, yeah. He was, I sh sounds standing, like I he was standing two tables behind you. So I should have had your seat, and you should have had mine, and I'd be telling you this right now. Well, you might look smarter, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I doubt it. I doubt it. All right. Anything I missed here, Cole? No. The only other funny thing is that when you mentioned it, didn't occur to me that that horse that was very friendly with me it didn't occur to me to think was is this a male horse or a female horse it's not it didn't even cross my mind until you mentioned it but there was a colt there and i like i, I said, didn't see the colt i thought as the horse approached us i thought have we ill positioned ourselves in some way to appear threatening gotten too close so yeah so i was thinking to myself I know that they're good kickers, and I know that their hoofs are about the size of, you know, you put a horseshoe on that thing, it's probably about the size of my teeth. And I thought, that's probably a bad matchup for me. And uh, anyway, as he approached, or he or she, or as the horse approached, uh, I did begin thinking to myself, is this a good thing or a bad thing? And uh, quite frankly, you made it a good thing, and I appreciate that, because um, I wanted to protect, among other things, my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. Yeah. Well done. One more day to go. We hope that the next time we're nightcapping, we're nightcapping in Solway, uh, enjoying several pints, celebrating our uh, our conquering of the Hadrian Wall Path. I have an image. Shoot. 
we get to the west coast, we kick our feet up, looking over the water, having a pint, watching the sunrise, sunset on the west. I like that idea. As long as the sun is up to, where, to the point where we can see it, we're going to have to take a picture of that with the sun between our boots and I the like pints it. up ahead. Good stuff. All right. Good stuff. See you in the morning. Good night. Good night. Thank you.